Hi, and welcome to the Star Girl Podcast Live. This is Angie, and I'm here with my friend, Lissy. And today we thought we would start with um, acknowledging a mistake that we made. We acknowledge a lot of mistakes <laughs> on this podcast. Um, one of which is we've been neglecting the email account. Like Lizzie and I both thought that the other person was checking the email account. And it turns out <laughs> neither of us were. <laughs> we also acknowledge that we are going to have Andy in the background laughing at us the yes. whole hour. So, yes, that's what you hear in the background. I laugh with love because I, um, I I love Andrew. I love Lizzie so much. And they've been kicking so much ass with Star Wars Podcast. And, uh, Thank you. Uh, to that one dude who didn't, doesn't know how to um, <clears throat> show respect, um, you're wrong. And I, we, I will, we will continue <laughs> to prove you wrong. Uh, so... Um, also, how Stargirl has been so amazing. It is saving it is. my life right now, honestly. It, it has. really is. It's nice to have something week to week to look forward to, you know? Especially, Especially now. Especially now, yeah. Yeah. So I think um, I will start. I'll pick an email to read from the account. I won't use the full name for the sake of privacy. But this email came in on... Over a month ago. I am so sorry, Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, we apologize. Um, so this email says, just wanted to get this out of the way first. Does anyone think Brainwave looks like Neil Patrick Harris? Yes, let's get into that. Um, because I noticed a resemblance and it distracted me for a while when I was watching the pilot. Anyway, but... I don't have too much of a history with Stargirl as a character. I saw her first in Legends of Tomorrow and then Smallville, and there were the first four volumes of DC Bombshells. But as someone who's relatively new to learning about her and the JSA, I found the pilot really good and interesting. The cosmic staff was a lot of fun to watch, and I thought it was refreshing to see a younger character take the lead, in addition to seeing the Whitmore-Dugan family dynamic. I'm looking forward to learning more and especially excited to see more of Sportsmaster's family, yes, because I loved Artemis in the Young Justice TV series and would enjoy the family dynamic with Sportsmaster, Artemis, Tigress, and Cheshire if they go in that direction. But I also can't wait to see the new JSA and for there to be fight scenes and good lighting <laughs> so we can see everyone's costumes clearly. Seriously, though, everything looks great and I can tell this is going to be a quality show. Thank you for this podcast. Oh, Rachel! That's I such a nice email. Yes. So um, let's talk about Brainwave looking like Neil Patrick Harris because that is exactly what I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because Patrick of the silhouette Harris. of right. his costume. I was like, this man has a PhD in horribleness for sure. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. I agree. I, I thought he looked... But the thing about Neil Patrick Harris is that we're so used to seeing him in good characters. Well, Quote, unquote, I mean, I guess you could say Barney is not exactly good. But, like, he's not the villain ever. So it was very easy for me to separate the idea that he looked like Neil Patrick Harris as, as soon as he started being, you know, the villain. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. Uh, it lasted little. It lasted very little. Also, I feel like, the like, Neil Patrick Harris is, like, distractingly handsome depending on like what he's wearing and I feel that more with um Jordan McKen I feel that more with Icicle like that man gets distracted like even though he's like super evil and I know I'm not supposed to like him 
he's very good looking. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. Yes. I mean, but we can like how good looking he is without liking the character. That is allowed. Thank you. I feel better yeah. about that now. I mean, yeah. we can all love of it is allowed. I mean, well, we can love to look at him as long as he's, I don't know, in the corner without shirts, something. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know whether how that would fit in with the plot, but I'm not saying I would mind if they found a way. Yeah, what was his costume again? Does he even have a costume? I don't remember. Not, well, I mean, I assume we we haven't yeah. seen it in the future, present, whatever we saw it in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, if he wants to modify his costume like Courtney did and just make it, I don't know, a, a little less... Yes. A crop top, <laughs> an icy crop top. <laughs> Will you mind? I would not costume. mind. Let's see what he, let, let the, uh, the promo pictures that came out because he was like wearing like a coat and like he had like yeah like he doesn't Why really are... have a costume. He has like oh he's <laughs> wearing like what? cold weather gear. What is yeah. this? Hold on, let me send this to you all on Skype. This is this is ridiculous. <laughs> okay. Like I don't like look around his chest. Oh. Ugh. What is this? Okay, I yeah, take back he, my attractive comment. No, I'm he should lose. No, no, he no. should lose the entirety of the clothes. If he only had the pants, we would be saying something different. What's yeah, it's just key though. I don't get it. Is it? The key it of my looks heart. Kind of like a tree, maybe, or a, I have it's a key no idea. Anyone who's listening right now, if you also want to pull up the promo picture of Icicle, I can post it in the in, in his the costume. And I just post it in the it chat. It really so is unfortunate. It, it looks feel... like he works on a boat or something. Right? Like, what is what is this? I question this choice. I, I mean, especially. I mean, it's still very. He's still. I mean, good looking though. Like even with the ice skin, like he's looking really. <clears throat> Yeah, not as good looking as he's looking without it. So, but honestly, the promo pictures did not do much for anyone. I, th- I, I agree. So, yeah. because even my baby Yolanda looked a little ridiculous in the promo pictures, and then you saw her and she was perfect. And no, then she was the precious unicorn. Yeah, right. Oh, we Yolanda. we accept nothing wrong ever to be said about her. Okay. Has anyone been saying anything wrong about her? Who? I'm, no, I'm, I'm, but no. Ju- just I mean, in not case. Okay. Just in case. Okay. So that ain't all right. It's like people on the internet be okay. Let's um let's read another email. I guess. But Lizzie, do you want to pick the next email? Um. Okay. I guess. Um, (laughs) I mean, we we got a combination of very good emails and not bad emails, but um, we got to, I'm going to read the first email we got from someone named Davey, who sent two emails actually, so, and I feel bad because it's been exactly a month. Um, Sorry. Yes, we're sorry because he sent another one saying, I don't think you got my first one, and we (laughs) promise if you send a third one. One will read it right away. Um, right away. We, we put it on our phones now. Like Lizzie and I yesterday both entered the email accounts on our phones. So now yes. we really have no excuse. Right. Um, but we do answer right away on Twitter. Okay. Give us that. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but back to Davey. Uh, he was talking about our in-depth discussion of the Stargirl pilot. Um, and he had some comments about that. I'm not. It's a long email, so I'm not going to read it all. Um, okay. But I'm going to read a few of his points. He... he provided some clarifications that I don't think we need at this point. We do know that Cindy's boyfriend's name is Henry King Jr. We couldn't keep the, keep track of them at first because they were not interesting. But I promise we know now. Now Especially they're getting Henry. interesting. No, Henry, yeah. like, we don't even like him that much. So we remember him. Right, because um, we don't like him, yes. Well, I mean, that. look... When when we found out that he was together with Yolanda and that like he like somehow I mean he does feel bad for what he did. No 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 no! Get out of here with that! Okay. Okay. I'm like Bye. I kind of hope that it's like <laughs> forbidden love. That forbidden love. No that was... forbidden love. He what are you talking about right now? He did not stand up for her. No no no! Wait wait wait! Hold on hold on hold on hold on! I wanted to be the forbidden love that never happens though. Like I wanted to just like tease us and then like. Yolanda's like, no, I have to defeat you, and then scratches his face off. I wasn't well, done. Like, I am, I'm, I'm on your side. Okay, fine. But the thing is, when there's like a, a little bit of an idea of a forbidden love, people will come out of the woodwork and then start defending him like he did nothing wrong. And then he will become, in the eyes of some people, a precious unicorn, which he most categorically isn't. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I am snapping. Yeah. Right. So, Thank you, girl. No. Yes. Angie and I agree. Uh, back to the email. Um, Davey apparently assumed that we were back watching the series as it appeared on the CW because we were making fun of Pat at Stripesy. We are actually watching, which makes no difference at this point, but we're posting the episodes on Monday. So that means we're watching on the DC Universe, um, not on the CW because um, that would mean like, going back in time or something to post the episode before it aired. And that we would don't have be those impressive. Yeah, yeah, if we could. If we could, we would do it. Um, uh, and then there's uh, an explanation that, I'm, I'm not even going to read it, but Davey uh, went on to explain that we miss uh, the distinction between a series that is part of the Arrowverse itself and a series that exists within the Arrowverse internal multiverse. We did not. We just talked about that in a previous episode and probably didn't go into that in many detail in when we were discussing the Stargirl pilot because we want you to listen to season zero as well because even though we didn't have a lot of information, we we actually got a lot right, didn't we? We did. Mm-hmm. We did, actually. I'm really impressed with us. I feel like maybe the writers, like secretly listen to her but no um i'm actually just really impressed with how much um how many predictions that we got right especially with like overall themes right the way they were gonna set up the team and the girls and everything i think we had a pretty good idea i think we did yeah yeah so what i'm gonna read is david's feedback um he says i didn't personally find courtney's behavior off-putting but i can see why others might have he also says i'm not gonna try and convince you that you're wrong to not be in favor of the idea that Starman is in fact Courtney's biological dad but I did want to offer offer a different perspective which is that having her be a Pemberton by genetics doesn't have to be mutually exclusive with the idea that she's a hero in her own right 
nor do I think it will. And he says also, uh, I'm not sure there's a whole lot of significance to Barbara's job at the American Dream beyond the narrative convenience of it being directly tied to the injustice society. But I am open to it be, to being proven wrong. And finally, he says, being a guy, I don't have quite the same perspective on Luke Wilson as you do, which, by the way, it doesn't have anything to do. I know a lot of guys who agree with us about Luke Wilson. Back to the <laughs> comic. But I, but I do like... Yeah. Wait, what did you say about Luke Wilson? Um, he apparently doesn't have this, quite the same perspective of Luke Wilson as we do. And I assume that's about Luke Wilson's attractiveness, which I know a lot of guys who agree with me about Luke Wilson's attractiveness. He's super cute! So Adorable! Right, thank you, thank you. Um, he says he, he does like the chemistry he has with Bragg. And he's looking forward to seeing the evolution of his and her character's relationship, both as heroes and as stepfather and stepdaughter. And in closing, he wanted to say that he really liked the podcast and he couldn't wait to hear our coverage of the reminder of the season. Um, that was the first email we got. And mm -hmm. then um, it all feels like it was after the pilot. Um, but I really want to touch on the idea that Starman could, in fact, be Courtney's bio dad because Angie and I have very strong reasons. feelings. Very strong feelings. Go for it, Angie. I mean, we talked about it on that episode, but it makes absolute, like, not only is it comics inaccurate, and I understand that this show isn't necessarily adhering to the comics. I think as far as this show being empowering for the young women, especially who watch it, it is nice to have her not be connected through blood to another hero, which explains how she's able to like really like empower herself to be a hero. She doesn't need to come from a blood. Like, like I made the comparison to Ray from Star Wars. It's just so unnecessary to tie her to a family to explain how she's able to do these things. How about she's just able to be a hero she on her own be. because she's able to, you know? Right, right. And it doesn't really make sense considering not all the other members of the JSA have any ties to the the characters. I mean, <coughs> we know Rick does, um, but what's bad tied to Dr. Midnight? I mean, it doesn't necessarily, the show doesn't seem to be saying there's got to be a direct tie. So why mm -hmm. would it have to be like that with Courtney? Um, Can I say I think about it's the a families, by the way? Yes, go for it. So far, I hate all of these other families. Like, I hate Rick's uncle. I hate Yolanda's family. And, like, also, what the hell is wrong with Bev's parents? Like, your daughter <laughs> wants to hang out with you and be with you. Like, yes, I get the whole, you know, she should get make, make her own friends, yada, yada, yada. But I'm like, what is wrong with you? Like, you know, this is going to be the same parents. Like, in five years, when she goes off to college, she's like, oh, she, our baby never calls anymore. She never texts her. She never eats with her and so on. So I'm like, what? Like, these families, there's, like, like so far, it's only Pat and um, Barbara. Barbara. They're the only good parents on this show. <laughs> yeah, yes. We talked about that, and we agree. I, I, I think Beth has a very, very unhealthy relationship with her parents, but at least her parents seem to be good people, which is not something we can say about the rest so mm -hmm. oh that uncle that uncle i just want when he took that uh car piece thingy i don't i'm i, Aww, I don't know nothing Carl. about cars. that pot brought over adorably in his little yes, box the carburetor yes yeah, and, and also he, why everyone keeps saying car piece thingy 
Because I listen, I don't have a driver's license. I I drive a yes. bike, like I drive a bike, not even a motorbike. I I ride a bicycle every day, everywhere I go. Like F bus says whatever and so on. So like I don't know what those pieces. Like okay, I know a car battery. That's it. And also the engine. <laughs> okay, this is, it's oh funny. Gosh. It's funny. It's just I've seen a couple of people be like, oh, I don't even remember what the car part was. It doesn't matter. It doesn't yes. matter. What matters is is that Pat brought it over and he's the best. Yes, I would matter. Repeating. What matters is that Pat is a precious unicorn. And yes, and back to the Courtney point, I think we would all, I think it makes for a better story to be like, she wasn't born to be a hero. But she was chosen to be one by the staff or by the universe or whatever you want to say. And then she decided that she could be one. Then to be all like, well, this is your destiny. I'm so tired of destiny. Yeah. And it also pays off the um, dynamic between she and Pat even more if it turns out that her dad isn't a hero. Right. Right. Because like. If it turns out her dad was the guy who, like, you know, kind of, like, made fun. Like, uh, Pat was clearly, like, the sidekick to Starman, right? So it changes, like, it shifts the emotional dynamic, I think, between she and Pat. Once she realizes, oh, Starman isn't my dad. It's the sidekick. Like, it's, it's Pat who's my dad, really. Like, not biologically, but... The person who's mentoring her, mentoring her, and fostering her, and taking care of her emotional needs—like it's actually the sidekick who's doing it, not the hero. I think that's more meaningful. By Me the too. Season, I, you know what I want? Not in the season. I want to hear Courtney. Call, I, I want her to like. If if Courtney says to Pat, like Dad, like I'm gonna, like, that's gonna break me because like that will be like an acknowledgement like, that she accepts him now as, you know, you know, as you know. Not a biological father, but as her, you know, her surrogate father. Because um, there are, I mean, they're kind of pacing up to that. Like, it's almost like, I almost feel like she's going to, like, acknowledge her. Like, he, like, she will start referring to him as dad or, like, something like that or pops. I don't know. I, I yeah, there's just, I, I think it's a bit early. Do you think it's going to happen so soon, Angie? I don't think it's going to happen. It may happen, I think, by the end of the season. Because I think in the comics, that sort of line happened in, like, the... The Stars and Stripe comic kind of towards the end. Yeah. So. You know, Rachel says, I would just prefer that she doesn't call him daddy. No, that's, it's fine. Veronica Lodge does that enough for the entire CW. So no, hopefully she won't call him daddy. My oh God. my God. Aww. I just rewatched Clueless. And I think that's one of the, I call my, I'm a daddy girl. Like I call my dad okay. daddy. And I think that's like, it's a nineties thing maybe. Like, I don't me, know. Me too. Yeah. I, I use daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so. We are not gonna complain. I, I'm seeing the the chat, and someone is asking about Henry Jr. and it's a good one because I now just started watching Avatar, so this all makes sense to me. It says, "Will Icicle Jr. be a Suko or is he gonna be evil?" Um, what does that mean? I think yeah, exactly. What does that uh, mean? <laughs> oh, you don't get it. Like, well, Suko is this character who has this amazing redemption arc, who's supposed to be a villain. Um, and ends up not being a villain, but in a very, with a very, very good arc to it. Um, Angie and I have talked repeatedly about how not all of the kids will probably end up being evil because it makes no sense, like mm-hmm. just not numbers wise. 
do we think uh, Henry Jr. being like at some point ha- ha- the fact that he wasn't the one who sent the picture it was Cindy do the fact that he has looked like he sort of regrets it um do you think they'll try to redeem him do we want that to happen two very important questions we just just need more from him first before i decide if he's worthy of my time and redemption (laughs) look (laughs) if you're so like direct like like, i will i I will decide later if he's worthy. i will reserve judgment (laughs) yeah because like we were, Lizzie and I were talking before. We keep saying that there is so much in this show and so many characters to develop and juggle and like building these new teams that really we we really don't know much about Henry Jr. right now. But what we do know is pretty terrible. So if we get more from him that redeems him, then I will reserve judgment until that time. Now that we can tell the white boys apart, that <laughs> our friends. <laughs> now that we can tell. <laughs> it was a problem. I mean, they were doing nothing. They were just in the background. Like, they were scowling. sitting in the cafeteria. That's all they were doing. They were sitting and eating the whole time. Right. So, but now that we can tell them apart, I mean, if I have to pick one, I'll pick Rick. I'm sorry. Like, I know Rick has a lot of anger issues that he needs to work on. Um, but at least he's, quote unquote, on the good side. I can't see them redeeming Henry Jr. I just hope that if they're going to go that way, they give him a good arc. And it's not like in episode eight, he's like, well, you know what, Yolanda, I really love you. So now I'm redeem and th- if they do that i'm, I'm bye oh, that's- <laughs> bye that's it. I'm done. bye henry will, you will not ne- like if they rush that there's no way i will ever like him i agree yeah so yes um you want to read another email before we get we had a point for this we had like an idea for this we did podcast and then we, we have completely done something else <laughs> it's andy's fault it is uh, do you want to do like one more email and then um, what we had planned originally for this podcast? Yes. Um, we have, um, you want me to read it or you want to read it? They, I'll read it. Okay, go for it. Oh, okay. Well, I just want to make sure we have the same one in mind. Um, so I'm choosing an email from Bobby about the immigrant line from Jordan in episode three. So the email says, I think you both misunderstood the immigrant line from Jordan. He wasn't disparaging immigrants. Please watch that part again. Um, He was saying, and then there's a paraphrase of it. He wasn't being exclusionary, racist, or Trumpish, though the American dream sounds a bit like make America great again. So far, Jordan sees himself as the good guy. He even claims that the ISA is called... Injustice Society of America because they are fighting injustice. He obviously has no problem killing to get his way, but his goals don't seem to be evil at the moment. He wants to revitalize small towns and make sure the promise of America is alive and well for the next generation. He wants the country to be safe for immigrants, people in small towns, and people in cities. So, <laughs> I I forget a lot of what I say, honestly. 
But I think when we were discussing that line for episode three, we weren't saying that he was disparaging immigrants. My point is that he was co-opting this language of a marginalized oppressed group right now in American society to further his own actions, which and his own uh, plans, which are nefarious. And I think that that is what is an atrocious thing to do. What did you think, Lizzie? That's 100% what we're saying. And I mean, um, um, we appreciate the comment, Bobby, but like maybe, maybe the, the best way to phrase it wouldn't be you need to watch that part again. I'm just saying, just throwing that out there as like comment for men in general. Um, um, we were talking about how Jordan being an immigrant, which he is, he isn't the type of immigrant that would get um, the hate um, he doesn't look like the type of immigrant who has problems, let's say it nicely. And for him to be using that language, um, it's a bit, yes, Trumpish. Um, and the thing is, um, all that the email says about what Jordan's motivations are sort of erases what he was 10 years ago when the, like, this is what he's saying now, but what was he doing before like he hasn't always been Mm -hmm. a good guy like he can think of himself as a good guy villains always do doesn't mean he is um and doesn't mean that for all the time we've seen him he has been doing good things maybe this is just his new plan to do to have it his way right don't people say like in pop culture that villains always think of themselves as the heroes in their own story so right. he can explain away his motivations like, oh, I'm doing this for the greater good. But actually, when you look at it objectively, we still don't know what he's up to. We don't know what they're planning on doing with this machine and with the American Dream Foundation in general. We legitimately have no idea. But we do know he's basically killed an entire family during right. the time that we've seen him in town in the present. So. I wouldn't want to make a lot of like, I don't want to give him leeway. Not yet. Not as, because I think he's like the main villain to watch out for at this point. Yeah. Like Henry Jr., we don't want to forgive characters by giving them the benefit of the doubt if the show hasn't even asked us to do it. Especially, and I'm sorry to say it, uh, because I keep thinking of that review, but white male, because white male (laughs) gets the benefit of the doubt so much. Uh, so now I'm not going to give the benefit of the doubt to this character when not even the show is asking me to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. and I think I think that's a good way to leave that at that. I hope that we're not necessarily scaring all of you from sending us emails. Uh, <laughs> we, we really do enjoy comments and feedback, especially if it does give us food for thought. So please do not let us deter you from sending us comments we actually really do welcome it and we are still trying to be as uh respectful as possible even when we disagree and i think we've been doing that for this hour i hope yes me too (laughs) me too um the whole idea for the podcast we were gonna talk about the jsa members we would like to see on the show we know we have our jsa for now um, but there are a lot of people who could come in, not necessarily this season, but in the future. Um, we are not even just talking about, we know the Green Lantern, the Lantern is there, we know the pen is there, so we're going to get um, 
A version of Thunderbolt. Um, I assume the lantern is not just um, uh, an Easter egg that we might get a Green Lantern at some point. Um, but who would you like to see? And I, I guess, Angie, the question is, are we just... Mm. Because we saw some characters in the pilot that we haven't seen their artifacts now. Though Courtney was with, in the bag, she could have had anything she could have had an entire person in there and who would have known <laughs> yes. um, she I, could have had hawkman <laughs> just <laughs> and hawk girl both of them there uh, <laughs> but yes uh but we didn't dr fade leave behind like a helmet we didn't uh-huh. see her grab that yeah and i i i yeah i think Sandman left behind the mat the gas mask as well and we I, we didn't see her grab that which I mean, Courtney could have been there, I don't know, three hours and grab everything. By the time Pat goes back to headquarters, he'll be like, what? Where is the banners? Where are they? Yeah. The We've shares? been robbed. <laughs> 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 oh. So who would you like to see? Okay. So my first choice is Power Girl. Ooh, so let me. I like it. Let me explain why. Because I think it's time for us to reclaim power girl because when you think about power girl there is obviously one feature that you think about right am i right yeah and i think that it's time to build her out to be more of that and it really frustrates me because i was i was reading a little bit of like the history of her character and how that design came to happen and apparently i mean i read this on wikipedia but a lot of the times wikipedia works out Um, According to character writer Jimmy Palmiotti, when the character was created, the artist uh, Wally Wood was convinced the editors were not going to be paying attention to it. So his inker said that every issue, I'm going to draw the tits bigger until they notice it. It took about seven or eight issues before anyone was like, hey, what's with the tits? And that's where they stopped. True story. Oh, my God. That is literally how this character came to be. So when you're starting a character with that like level of disrespect, I mean, it right. actually is quite miraculous that Power Girl has became more of this like iconic character. But I want to give her more like more than just a chest. I want to give her more opportunity for storytelling than what we've been given. In the comics, I read the JSA 1999 run and there is a fun issue with like there's a guy in prison who's obsessed with her and like tries to oh, kiss yes. her and she punches him and I'm like yes that's great I love that like let's let's run with that a little bit more you know and even Jeff Johns has tried to like explain the tits <laughs> there's an episode uh-huh. not an episode an issue of JSA classified where like Power Girl is crying and she's talking about like how she wanted to have a symbol like Superman, but she couldn't think of anything. And that's why she has the cleavage window, because it's like symbolic of the symbol that she's lacking, which oh, I think God, I still think we can do better than that, you know, because that was 2005. That was 15 years ago. There are even more women now involved in comics and writing these characters than ever before and I think they should be given more opportunities to build out these characters. I mean, you say 
15 years ago and by what you're telling the story you're telling it should have been 50 like two i don't know just but isn't three- it just insane that even in 2005 they were trying to explain her tits like right. no you just drew them that way to make like a silly point which is like imagine if that happened now you know like that comic i feel like that comic wouldn't even fly now if that happened now but still that was only 15 years ago i'm yeah it's shocking so that's why i want i want us to be able to reclaim power girl that's my that's my soapbox for this segment (laughs) i like it I like your soapbox. Uh, well, my soapbox isn't exactly the same, but I was thinking of female characters also, like Angie, um, that we sort of need to reclaim, even if it's not as bad as the Power Girl story. It's just I, I would like another hot girl. I think um, Legends of Tomorrow, as much as I enjoy Legends of Tomorrow, and there's, uh, I think Legends of Tomorrow season one is probably my least favorite Legends season. Um, because Vandal Savage and a whole lot of things that don't make sense. But I also don't think we got or Hot Girl got to be as amazing as she could have been. It, mm-hmm. it, it, she ended up in a romance, like everyone ended up in a romance with Ray. Um, it seems like. <laughs> Sorry. I wonder uh, why. Because they, yeah, because they were trying, because he was this character who seemed to have, uh, I mean, Brandon Rout is one of the guys who seems to have a chemistry with everyone. And they're like, oh, yeah, we can write a romance here and here and here. Oh, wait, no, here. So her storyline ended up being about a love triangle that no one cared about. Um, and very and little you, about do her. Remember, do, you remember, do you remember the most important thing about her girl? That she was a barista for you. <laughs> Super, super I, I got I like I cannot believe how they butchered one of the most iconic female superheroes in DC. Like, cause we you know we've never had Hawkgirl like properly in live action before. So that you know when they like Legend of Tomorrow was like, oh we're adding Hawkgirl. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so here for it. Like, I like girl, I geeked out just mm-hmm. seeing her with the maze. And then I'm like, why is she talking about her old job? Like we don't care. I don't care. No one cared about so many of the things that happened with. I mean, I will say this: at least I remember Hawk Girl. I have no idea what Hawkman looked like. Like his face, I've forgotten it. I like, think I have forgotten the entirety of like the first two seasons of Legends. Like it is just, it's gone. <laughs> like when we talk about costumes from that time, I, Lizzie had to like send me pictures. Like remember this, and I was like. No, well, I must have been so fun. pained by it. Season two is actually like when they start going into the right direction because I think they realized by that point, oh, maybe we shouldn't take ourselves so, so seriously. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's yeah. Yep. And and you know, look where it is now. And now they're doing bebos and unicorns eating nipples and you know, demon, <laughs> demon dogs and uh, you know, yeah, a lot of I mean, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of fun stuff going on. So uh, and yeah, I love legends now. Yeah. I yeah, not not then. So I think even Hot Girl now on Legends. The the thing about Legends is that Legends has kind of I'm not gonna say stolen, but like used so many of the characters we want for the JSA that now I'm like like um Andy and I look back at their version of Star Girl and after crying for fifteen minutes on her whatever that was outfit that she was wearing, like I don't even know what that was supposed to be. Um <laughs> we were like no, it was horrible. Don't even like, try. Come like here and defend it. It looked like yeah. pajamas. 
They I mean, did. It looked like a romper. <laughs> Wait, what's a romper? It's yeah. like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like shorts and a top in one. Like it's all connected. So when you need to go to the bathroom, you basically have to strip yourself completely naked to pee. But they are pretty damn comfortable if you're just lounging around at home. It's great. But, but, but um, not hers because hers were, was too tight. To probably be comfortable. Yeah. So yeah, I, I just effed up the JSA so much. Like, I like I, I don't know if you did. Y'all see that that concept art that came out of um, that they almost were gonna have Alan Scott on the show, and like he had this costume. And I'm like, this is like so scaled mm-hmm. down. Like you know, we need that flowing cape and the and all that purple. Wait, there was an Alan oh, Scott yeah. on okay, Legends. So. The guy who played Our Man, Patrick Adams, who's on Suits, he was actually supposed to play Alan Scott. But then, mm-hmm. in the final hour, DC was like, nah, man, you can't use him. We don't care. You know, we don't care that you had plans. Just, you know, re- just fix it. So, last minute change, he tur- they turned him into Our Man, and then they killed him off after it's only one episode. Um, I don't yeah. remember this at all. <laughs> it was in the, I think it was in the finale of season one. Yeah, and then in season in the, in the season two premiere, like they go in back, they go back in time, and they like, hey, you came and f- visited us in 2016, and our man's like, I never seen y'all. Who are you? And then he gets murdered by the Reverse Flash by the end of the episode. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you don't he, need he to remember. Super- he was super sexist to Sarah, like, because, you know, obviously he wasn't oh. that. But, and when she was, like, explaining what was going on, he was like, uh, excuse me, ma'am, but, like, I, wa- I want to talk to the captain of the team. And then he, he points at Victor Garber because, you know. Because huh. white male. Yeah, I, just, yeah I, I wanted you to, you know, as, as my lawyer, Lizzie, I wanted you to say that for me. I didn't have to say it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. I said it for you. Thank you. Uh but yeah, I uh, the thing with Legends is that I think we should forget everything they, they did with the JSA. Um, not only because they didn't really use the characters right, but because visually it's painful. Yeah. Um, so we are just going to, yes, forget about their version of the JSA and then just look Look at the go... girls uh, in the sky, <laughs> but you will see what, they were, what he could have looked like as Alan Scott. Oh. Right. What? <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Uh, let me hold on. Let me click on this. That's a short ass cape. Oh, sorry. We're not supposed to swear. No, no, That's no, a really short cape, though. You can say ass. Ass is a body part. Okay. 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 Good to know. Yeah, just don't say the F word and, you know, the S word. and. When it don't, comes don't, to don't cape, remind us need... what words we can say. Okay. I need so more we'll... of a flow in my capes, which we will talk about in the next hour with Superman Radio, because apparently I have a lot more opinions on capes than I originally thought. Yes, but... me too. An update. Um... We have an update in the charity event, you know, because that's why we're here today. Uh, oh, so right. We have raised one thousand four hundred and fifty-five dollars, and so now we're at, we are at 72% of our goal of our. Wow! Already. Woo! Yeah, I mean, but before before today, we reached uh, twelve hundred dollars before the the charity even began. That goes to say how much support and how much dedication we have by our listeners. Uh, and then, so now, now we raised, you know, an additional two hundred and fifty five dollars, uh, you know, in the past two hours. So you know, we're all we're almost there, guys. We're almost at two thousand dollars. So keep donating. Go to dctpockets.com slash fundraiser. Spread the link on social media and keep donating. 
Back to you. Yay. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I also want to bring up, um, I know and- Andy's going to have like an opinion. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, what? I mean, we can always count on Andy to have an opinion. Let's be honest. I know. Oh, because you don't. <laughs> that is valid point. We will accept your valid point. And yes, we will thanks, accept thanks, your thanks. criticism. If you would like, you can write us an email. <laughs> a long email? <laughs> no, I don't have time to write emails. Okay, so I am going to say I would like to see a, a version of The Black Canary. I know it's probably super complicated and there are 20 mm. million other shows that could use her. Uh, but I actually would want like a younger version, one that sort of can fit with Courtney. Um more um I so i that. guess it, it oh i don't know why i thought she was gonna disagree with me Yay, well, 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 you, well, well here's the thing you said that you wanted to see a younger version you know that, that doesn't take away anything from what katie cast or juliana harkavy has done you know and also uh-huh. because no. uh, dinah drake was part of the jsa so we could see uh-huh. you know, we could yeah. see her mom we could see dinah laura lance as a teenager like, yeah. why not? Will... Earth 2 is per- anything is possible in Earth 2. Thanks to Oliver Queen dying and rebooting the universe. Thanks mm-hmm. to, I don't even, whatever that mess was. Uh, I no, would he actually. Died. That, that's that's simple. Yeah. He died and he's dead. He's never coming back. Boom. Oh, but, yeah, but like, I don't know why you're saying, like, like it hurts me. I swear. Why do you, why do, how do you like can them? We, can we throw a party about Oliver <laughs> dying? Because I will I, be I there in the I party. A, I had a party when he died. It's like. like that I, I I cared for Arrow for exactly I don't know a couple of seasons and then two three seasons maybe uh, something like that and then I just loved to hate it and then I didn't even watch it so I don't know anything about the last few seasons and I feel happier because of it um, but I was gonna say that I would actually like um, yes we can get a lot of versions of the Black Canary in there I would actually like. Um, the Tyna lands of JSA 2. I mean, I just, mm. I like that version of the character and I, I don't know. I mean, there's so much that could be done with the JSA as it is. Um, but there, um, I mean, I, I guess that if we're going comic accurate at some point, we're going to have to get Albert. Uh, if we are going to give Courtney the comic accurate uh, love interest. Uh, mm. I, I don't know what they're gonna do. They could do no idea. Who's a love interest in the comics? Yeah, Adam Smasher. Well, there's Ew. that. Yeah, there's him, and also um, this actually can... came from a comment that we got on Twitter. I think I responded yeah, to it. About I her first kiss. Yeah, I remiss. I misremembered her first kiss. Her first kiss came from Billy. Yeah, um, Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel, Billy. So, oh, yeah. oh, you mean Shazam? Shazam. Yeah, yeah. But I don't, so, I don't think we're gonna get him. That's too complicated. That would so. be really complicated. Yeah. yeah, I, I think Adam Smasher makes more sense. Uh, though they could really do anything. They haven't really set up a ship. Uh, Angie and I have said multiple times that if they are gonna take the characters that we have now and make a ship, we want Courtney and Yolanda, and nothing else will we'll mm. accept. Uh, but they can bring in other people and make us change our minds. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, go go no worries okay because i have one more person that i was thinking about um i want to see cyclone 
who is Maxine Hunkel in the comics, who's the granddaughter of the original Red Tornado, Ma Hunkel, um, who is currently in the comic, well, who in the comics is the museum curator. So they could also bring aboard like that person as well. I think that would be fun to have like an older lady tottering around the headquarters, just like yelling at them to eat their vegetables and stuff. So it's not all Pat taking care of the kids. Right, because that's going to get old. <laughs> Exactly. I think that would be fun to bring on those two characters and also be fun to give Courtney another friend because Maxine is very, very talkative. So you could also have like a fun dynamic with Beth, knowing what we know about (laughs) Beth now. Uh, Stargirl, like Courtney helps Maxine with like her costume and her codename. Like it would give Like, if we wait to bring them aboard until, like, season two, it would give Courtney a fun opportunity to actually be a mentor once she has a little more experience under her belt. Um, Yeah. It would be, like, a fun, like, progression of her character. So that's why I want to see Cyclone down the line. Cyclone, I like that. visually, she's a fun, like she's a fun character with her, with her right? powers. Right, so, so that flowing red hair, I am all about oh, it. Oh, oh my god, and... have, you, have you seen the art of Alex Ross? Uh, with uh, yes. Alex, yeah, so, oh my, I can't believe me and Andrew are actually agreeing on stuff today. Like, oh, I'm, I'm oh, yeah. it's a miracle. It's an entire yeah. hour. An entire a hour. Full hour. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for our listeners, just to you know, uh, Liz and I get along. Like this, but Andy and I like for some reason there's a civil war between us all the time. Like where we're like, like we have to like always, always disagree with each other about something. You will hear it in the next hour. Um, but uh, yes, no, I no, I love, I love how. But we love uh, each other. Uh, we love each other, and then we push each other's buttons for love, not for you know because we actually want to kill each other or cancel each other. But um, no, Cyclone. Yeah. Oh my god, I hope she comes in season two. And there needs to be a season two. There better be a season two. There's so Mm -hmm. much they could and need to do here. Season two. I need, like, someone needs to confirm five seasons. At the least, like, there's so much here. And so many Easter eggs they're Mm -hmm. throwing at us. Like, we talked about, okay, there's the pen. And then there's the the lantern. But, I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know what else Courtney picked up. Um, Andy and I remarked on this many times. But did you see the site? of that bag that she was carrying around like it looks and it's full. full it looks full so what's in there what do you think andy do you have any other ideas see i was i was just surprised because i like when I, I there was an article I wrote for screener when I said when I even pointed out you know it's it remains to be seen what else she took because we only I thought she only took the lantern the hourglass and the helmet so about my no girl took every like she took everything all the all, all she, the clothes yeah, all like I, she, uh, and I'm like, she even took, I bet she even took the owl. Where's Hootie? Where's the oh, owl? Where, where's, where's Hootie? Where's Hootie? <laughs> oh my god, that owl is so cute. Um, I'm very concerned about Hootie. I think I'm the most invested in Hootie at this point. And also, but also, how is he gonna take Beth's talking? Mm. 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 We love Beth. What is that? This is this is a this is a Beth love zone. But oh yeah, I absolutely animal, love that. Animals are not as chill and as patient as some human beings can be. Like, I wouldn't like. I could imagine like you know, if he if she talks way too much, that she would just fly, like he would just fly, you know, who would just fly away and just like you know, you know, fly into like a window or like you know, just to like I, I can't t- listen to this yeah. girl anymore. 
You know what? I think owls are pretty independent by nature, kind of like cats. So I think, like, honestly, he'll just, like, fly away and just, like, take time apart, get his, like, hunting <laughs> done or whatever, and then come back when he's needed. I, You know, I don't think he's going to be, like, a lap owl. He's not just going to be constantly, like, around her. Right. I hate to do this, but we, we have five minutes left now before your next show that you both are on. Uh, right. So, so what, should... you're not getting rid of us. No. <laughs> why would I get... Girl, if I could, I would keep you like for all 10 hours. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, so I would say we should start wrapping up. Uh, so if you have any closing thoughts, uh, now's the time to do it. Bring all the women of the JSA. <laughs> If it turns out that we have a JSA in like a season three and uh, Rick is the only guy, I will be like, well, that's just That'd the price really to fun. pay. <laughs> we just really want like a group of friends. That's right. all we want. I think that would be really fun. Like in yeah. our wildest dreams, hopefully it would skew more uh women than men but who knows and we'll just see what happens in future seasons but we can't upset the we can't upset all the baby all the baby bros out there who'll be like this show is too feminine like I, there's no there ain't no manpower here that's why we have rick that's why we have pat oh my god I, that's the only man i need <laughs> the only man we that, recognize that sounded so thirsty angie <laughs> pat <laughs> is the only man i need He's the only man I need. And also, by the way, he does everything. I confuse Rick and Cameron in the first two episodes, and the only thing that sets that sets them apart is that one has bangs, one doesn't, because like they have almost the same eyebrows sizes. Yeah, as, yes. as someone with big eyebrows, I can say that. Uh, don't ask me. Uh, <laughs> and they have very similar, like soft puppy eyes. So like I couldn't tell them apart until I'm like, oh. One of them has bangs. The other one <laughs> slicks his hair back. Okay. It, it's like, I, I still, like, I will bring up the, the comment we got forever and ever because I don't even know how we were supposed to to tell them apart. They were in the background eating, like Angie said. Mm -hmm. Ooh, so, yeah. I like what the 108 stage is saying that I'm fine with also adding Obsidian. He's canonically gay. gay. And he won't. Ooh! Ooh. That is yes. right. I want that. Yes. I, 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 Obsidian, you know, I get, get me Obsidian because I feel Legends messed him up as well. Um, oh, yeah. What, what did Legends mess up? Good lord. I mean, I love Legends, but the JSA version of Legends, can we just wipe it from, like, that should have been something like, yeah. erased. Yeah. You know, Very take care of that. Listen, I'm, I'm I'm looking at Oliver up in the no, he's not in the, he's not in heaven, he's in hell. So I will look down on the ground. You're looking oh, down. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking down because the, that boy deserves to be in hell. Oliver, erase legends, erase Le JSA from Earth Prime. Now it's done. It's gone. JSA doesn't exist anymore on Earth, Earth Prime. Okay, fine. We we reclaim the JSA, and we will. Um, make it more female. And like, I really like that the show has has women of color as well yes so yeah and an actual, that, actual yeah. woman of color unlike i'm not gonna get losing sorry on this but otherwise no, no, no. <laughs> we only have a minute left you do not want to start lizzie on that with only a minute left in our time <laughs> yes. because i it will cut off like mid expletive you'll cut her off 
Yes, yeah. We will say that for the summer, y'all, because we're gonna do another diversity representation episode as well. Woo, girl! That's gonna be fun. Oh, and I remember. By the way, my last thought is I want I want Armas on the JSA. I want yes because Stella Smith is so. She, I mean, in just one scene this week, she was like so Artemis. Yes, she was the mm-hmm. character. Yeah, and she's great. She's she's wonderful. Uh, I'm glad she can finally talk about it because everyone was like, "Are you playing Artemis? Are you playing Artemis?" She's like, "I can't say anything." Right, poor thing. She had to hold her for, like, for a while. Year. People were bothering her on Twitter for like a year if she was Artemis. I'm so happy she's been freed. Yeah. <laughs> Child, for the love of God, Twitter people, leave leave her alone. Um, no. Awesome. Okay, wrap up time. Okay. We, ah, uh, but like, do do I just have to sign off, or can I just say? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> can we just say bye? Bye. I'll be here. Here. No. Um. We can do the normal wrap up. Yeah. I guess. Do you um, want to start, or I can start? I'll start. Um, You can visit StarGirlPodcast.com for all the latest news about the StarGirl show. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at StarGirl Podcast as well. And as you've seen, we are better at answering on Twitter. Um, (laughs) But we will will check the email from now on, I promise. Uh, Subscribe to StarGirl Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. And while you're on Apple Podcasts, please hit us up with some five-star reviews so we can hide that review from that um, ass. Well, people are reviewing even more. We got a couple of other, like, nice reviews. So maybe we can start our next episode with reading some of those, too. Yeah. Uh, don't forget that we are part of the DC TV Podcast Network with podcasts for all DC shows. Oh DCTVpodcast.com. Follow the network on social media at DCTV Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe to our mega feed on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. We also have a Tee Public store. So if you're interested in some merch, click on the link in the show notes. Get some awesome gear. It helps support the network so we can continue to make these podcasts and donate to great charities such as Feeding America, which is why we're here for this hour. If you have questions, thoughts about Stargirl, etc., email us. <laughs> We are checking the emails now. For real, email them this time. We really are at stargirlpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, you guys. Bye.